Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Bibliostapes in Discussion. Today, I have the great pleasure of being joined by Spanish-American photographer Adrian Vila. Good, e- good evening, Hello. Adrian. Good evening. Thank you very much for joining me. Obviously, at this moment, you are currently in Spain as opposed to being in North mm-hmm. America, where obviously yep. I think most people will be familiar with your work. Um, but before we start talking about your book one, um, it'd be great if you could give us a good introduction to your photography journey and, and where you've got to. Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, thank you for having me here. And uh, uh, yeah, I guess uh, I'm someone who uh, doesn't go anywhere without a camera. I always have a camera with me. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, photography is part of my life and my life is part of my uh, photography. And uh, in that way, I see the camera as a challenge almost to see yep. whatever is happening in front of me from a different perspective, from a different point of view. Yeah. It helps me seen or to seek out new experiences because uh, I know I've been to many places and I've done many things that I have never done yeah. if it wasn't for photography so in that in that sense it kind of expands my life and makes it better yeah. and uh, that in, in return uh, affects my photography as well so both things are very linked and that's where I'm at right now so uh, but photography didn't come to me uh, early in life uh, I didn't start until I was uh, like very well in my 30s. Right. Uh, I guess uh, I had used cameras before, but I never got very serious with it. Yeah. It wasn't until uh, I moved to the US. Well, as I said, I'm from Spain. I'm from Northwest, Northwest of Spain. And that was my uh, little corner of the world uh, for the first 28, 29 years of my life. Yeah. I wasn't exposed to much more. I mean, I traveled to other countries, but just for one or two weeks, and then I met who is uh, now my wife, and somehow I convinced her to uh, to move back to the U.S. and we went to uh, we moved to Portland, Oregon. I had no idea about the place. I didn't know anything about Oregon or the Pacific Northwest or anything like that. I was kind of naive, I guess, at the moment. If I had to do it today again, I would probably not do it. But uh, it was uh, it was an, uh, an amazing experience. We moved there. Everything was new to me, uh, from the culture, uh, language, uh, food, uh, new friends. I mean, it was a, like a clear uh, starting from scratch again for me. Yeah, yeah. Because I sold all my possessions here in Spain. I went there with nothing, and uh, I started to see uh, things like you know when you see tourists coming to your hometown, they're yeah. photographing everything that is familiar to you, but is new to them. And uh, I saw everything there in Poland. Everything was new to me, and we started to go on little trips here and there. And uh, that's when I felt the need, because I was sharing all of that journey with yeah. my family and friends. But the, the photos that I was making there, uh, it felt like they, they weren't doing justice to those okay. places that I was yeah. in. So I thought that was the camera. It was my phone. I was using just my phone. So I thought if I bought a better camera, a bigger camera, the photos would be better. And they would like it more. Well, so I went. I went ahead and bought my first camera. It was a little compact camera yep. that I still have. It, it broke finally last year, but <laughs> I used it for several years. And uh, yeah, that's the beginning of my journey with photography. At first, it was just documenting um, the new place where I was living and to share it with my family and friends. And then slowly, uh, step by step, was uh, started to become like an artistic channel for me yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah that's how how I got into photography 
and uh, yeah, experienced, experimented with a lot of more cameras, going to different places. And yep. yeah, that's that's pretty much how it got started. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've I've, fol- I've followed your photography for a number of years now, Adrian, and mm-hmm. um, I've always really admired it. You you consistently just produce beautiful work, very much the style that I I, I enjoy. And I was uh, I was waiting and just hoping that at some point you would release a book of your work. Mm-hmm. At which point you did one. Yeah, it took a while. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it took a while, but it's, I think it's about two hundred pages. So it's definitely yes. it's definitely worth the wait because. It's it really is quite an incredible body of work. Um, yeah, they absolute. are two yeah two hundred images from I don't know that I made uh, in the span of four to five years, but I had to left out like a lot of them, like probably yeah. another five hundred or six hundred. So it was it's a lot of images because I take a lot of photos. I try yeah. to make a lot of images because, as I said, I always have a camera with me. Yeah. At the beginning, I was more like only making images when I want on that weekend trip to the mountains or if yeah. I went to somewhere else for one week or whatever on vacation, I had time off. But when I, once I started to bring my camera with me every day, like images were showing up everywhere. So I just yeah. started to make images on my way to work. Like uh, in Portland there, I I, could, I I was lucky enough to go to, to be able to go to work uh, walking. It was just like a 10 minute walk. Yeah. But this is, a, this is, a, there is this, a, bridge that goes across the, the river and i don't know i was i would just take one or two photos every day on that bridge and some of them turn out well some of them are in the book actually yeah. so and uh, some of them were made from <laughs> from inside the house while i was having breakfast i always have a camera with me so i always have an opportunity to make images and that's why i had so many to yeah. to choose from yeah yeah, and it's it's such a variety of images as well that it just shows the whole diversity of, of what you've been photographing mm-hmm. and, and as you've been documenting your, your journey and your travels as well. Yeah, so I don't have like a theme or a topic. I just take photos of whatever catches my eye, you know, that is happening yeah. in front of me. That could be a bird yes. or it could be a storm or a waterfall, whatever it's happening in front of me. And uh, yeah, I find photography very, uh, very good as I said before, to uh, make those moments even better because it makes you think or it forces you to see those moments that are happening in your life from yeah. a different perspective and different point of view. And I know I that's why I love photography so much. And that is what drives me to uh, to get out there uh, yeah. Yeah, every day. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the atmosphere that you you capture in some of in some of the work is just beautiful. I, I enjoy watching all of your videos as well as well. And I'm not jealous in the slightest when when you're posting a video and you've been standing in beautiful misty conditions with snow yeah. as well. And you think, yeah, what what I yeah. need to be standing there and yeah, jealous. Yeah. So people think that I, I I guess I'm so lucky that I have snow or fog every day of my life, but that is not true, obviously. And it's even less true now in the summer. It's yeah. kind of my least favorite part of, or, of time of the year to, to shoot yeah. because it's it's pretty hot. Uh, we were talking about this before, but it's pretty hot here now. And it's uh, not the conditions that I like to, to go out and to walk in this heat. But anyway, but... Uh, I, I, it is true that I'm lucky enough to hear in my hometown in Spain, it's like a valley. So I've been having foggy conditions almost every morning this week, but it's, it's, I mean, it happens very often or more often than in other places, but it's, it, it doesn't happen every day. So I just try to take advantage yeah. of the fog whenever I can. And that's why I became a full-time photographer. This is something that I was doing on the side before, but yeah. I felt like 
You know, I was sometimes trapped in the office working in front of the computer while outside there was this beautiful foggy day and I couldn't be outside to take photos. So now I, I just have that flexibility and that uh, freedom to just get out whenever I, uh, I want to and uh, take advantage of the conditions, uh, special conditions like the fog. But yeah, as you said, I, I, I really like to seek out those uh, special uh, conditions like snow or fog, uh, even though they can be very miserable many times. Uh, yeah. That's why I said that those are things that I would never do if it wasn't for photography. Sometimes I'm yeah. standing in the snow with my feet, you know, uh, sunk in, in the snow and getting frozen. I would never, I couldn't do that for anything else that it wasn't for photography because it's it's probably not good for you, but I really enjoy those uh, those situations and I know it makes life more fun, I guess. Absolutely, and when even though you're standing in the freezing conditions, when you get home and you can see the images that you've captured, yeah, it's very rewarding. Yeah, that's it. It, it makes it makes the effort of getting up and getting out to those locations um, all that bit sweeter. Um, yeah, for sure, and uh, yeah, even the. It's him. So my uh, wife is from Indiana. So we spend a lot of times, a lot of time there in Indiana. Yeah. And it's uh, very flat. And uh, if you go there in the summer now, it might be even a little bit boring because there is not much uh, going on there. But it, I love it in the winter because it snows not very often, but it, when it snows, it, it leaves like one or two feet of snow in the ground, and then it's very cold, so it stays on the ground for a few days. Yeah. So you can get out and just enjoy <laughs> snow for days. And uh, I found out that, uh, you know, um, I, I, there was this uh, golf course next to my, uh, my in-laws house. Yeah. This is a your regular golf course. You know, I, I spent so many hours there this past winter because it's, the, it's like the perfect place. There is no one else there and yeah. it's empty and they, they have beautiful trees. Like they are, you know, separated from each other. So it's yeah. just like a heaven yeah. for photography. And uh, I you know you see that place now in the summer with uh, there are people playing golf, of course, and it doesn't look anything like it, it looks yeah. in, in the winter. So uh, people usually stay at home uh, in the winter in Indiana because it's freezing there. And I really enjoy uh, being the only one experiencing that and seeing that place in a different in a different way. And yeah, yeah that's a, a very big part of my photography, trying to go to places where a lot of people go and a lot of people enjoy, but when the conditions are not the best and when people yes. are actually avoiding those places. Yeah. Yeah. The, the opposite go somewhere when it's, yeah. When, when no one else is there and it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's an, inc an incredibly rewarding place. And yeah, golf courses are great places when you get some, yeah. the, it's just the beautiful smooth banks as well. Of yeah. The fairways and the trees. Yeah. I never thought about that, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. It was a Carry on. Sorry. Yeah, no, that I never thought about that before. It's like, okay, I never thought of uh, photographing yeah. a golf course, but yeah, it was pretty cool. But yeah, as you say, I I like to do my photography in those conditions where there is not much uh, people around, yeah. not many people around, and I seek those uh, those uh, those uh, conditions or that uh, you know, the, being alone in the landscape or whatever I might be. Yeah, uh, it makes me. Uh, uh, well, I don't. I don't take photos of people. There is no people in in my work. Uh, yes, yeah. It's not that I hate people, but uh, I ha I'm I'm I place myself in a, a specific mindset when I'm alone and when I'm just uh, you know yeah. focusing on, on a tree or a bush or a building, an empty building, and there is no one around, so I can have the space and the time for myself. Yeah. And that kind of isolation is something that I seek out. And it's something that I try to. Uh, express or to share with my work too 
yeah yeah well I, th- I think well you don't have any people in it you 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 have beautiful compositions with with a variety of objects and as you see you sometimes mm-hmm. photograph birds and the bridges and everything like that and they're just yeah. they're just they're just beautifully composed and yeah they they just they really i think pass over the message that you're trying to convey of, of that location that you're in at that given time mm-hmm. yeah i really hope that uh, my my goal with that is to share the uh the experience, what I'm feeling there, of uh, yeah. being in those uh, very mundane places, because well, I, I I like to travel to like beautiful exotic places too, but uh, yeah. I don't I don't have as much fun as I do being like a, your regular town in the middle of the winter when everyone is home and I'm the only one there be, uh, under that bridge, and I you know that is an experience that I really want to share, and uh, yeah, that's I enjoy that very much. Yeah, and 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 I'm I'm assuming that within the within the book there's a mixture of film and digital photography. Is that yes? Yeah. So uh, the book doesn't follow, as I said, any theme or topic. It's just yep. whatever I might find in front of me. But yep. I divided the book in three acts. Yep. I didn't include any text. I didn't include any explanation in the book. Uh, yep. But uh, I divided the book in three acts, and the first one uh, was kind of my beginnings in photography. I was. Okay still in the U.S. and living in the U.S. full-time. And uh, that was most of those photos in that first act of the book, they are film photos. They were uh, made with uh, medium format film. Um, Then on the act uh, number two and the third act, that was uh, a transition more to digital. That's where I'm at now. I shoot most of my photos digitally now. Uh, as opposed to what I was doing a few years ago, yeah. yeah. But I enjoy any kind of camera uh, i really enjoy taking my film camera you know on a sunday walk uh, around town or whatever it's just the uh, digital is very convenient and nice. uh, when you are in very special uh, conditions like i said you have a foggy morning or you have like a beautiful snowstorm in the middle of indiana it's already very hard to be out there and to to yeah. to actually you know handle the cold or whatever to actually make it even harder on yourself. I mean, I admire photographers because I know that there there are some yeah. of them who do deal with that and with film uh, with a film camera. I admire them. I really can't handle all of that at the same time. So if, uh, digital, a digital camera makes the process much easier for me. And yeah. it, I know I like that I can focus on actually the, the composition and making the image. I don't have to worry if I have more, if I have to reload more film yeah. or if something goes wrong with the camera or whatever. But I, I still like film. Uh, yeah. I like to bring my film camera on, a, as I said, a Sunday afternoon and yeah. I walk around the neighborhood and just take some photos for sure. Well, well that's it. And I think the it, the the your your act one, there's some beautiful textures in mm-hmm. images, particularly I'd imagine because of, the, because of the fact that you've been shooting it on film. But it's, it, it's lovely just to demonstrate to people that actually look what you can accomplish and, and you're combining both film and digital in, into the same yeah, of work. For it, sure. it, show, it shows the natural progression of, of your work as well. Yeah. And uh, I mean, when it comes to cameras, uh, when if I chose one random image from the book and I ask you, hey, which camera did I use to make that image? I'm pretty sure that you or anyone would be able to tell because yeah. I kind of destroy my images. I add a lot of grain. I, I add a lot yeah. of contrast. I like to get that, uh, to make them more abstract and maybe more open to interpretation. Yes. Uh, that's yeah. why I shoot in black and white as well. Yeah. Uh, and I like to, yeah, like a, it's almost like a blank canvas to let the viewer what think whatever they want about the photo. And there are many images that, that, that are that way in the book. And 
I should, as I said, with uh, I shot with film cameras before, but now I shoot with uh, compact cameras uh, and full frame cameras. Actually, yeah. the, the camera that I use the most is a compact camera because uh, I can have it with me all the time. Yeah. Uh, not so much now in the summer, but in the winter when I have a jacket, I can put it in my pocket and just bring it with me everywhere. And uh, yeah, I believe that uh, you can do, um, uh, you can make beautiful imagery with uh, any camera. It doesn't have to uh, be anything uh, yeah, fancy uh, whatsoever. Yeah. I, I, to- I totally yeah. agree with you there. Yeah, it's, I, I, when you're talking about yeah, the, the mystical element in your work, I think I think it's so important to leave the viewers with, with yeah, with with the the opportunity for them to imagine and think for themselves without being told the whole story. There, there's something yeah. really, there's something really nice about that, and also I, I think there's there's a beautiful draw. There's a beautiful feeling of drawing in a lot of your work as well, really two dimensional, and I, I think that really comes across very really nicely. Actually, is is in your in your particular style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I try to do, and uh, yeah, I'm glad that it, it comes through that way. Yeah. So obviously, when you, when you came to pr- thinking about doing a book, what was what was your your idea or your inspiration behind doing the book? Was it really just to to pull something together that had all of your work to date, or it was was that the general premise idea? Uh, no, I can I never had an idea of I, I I'm. T- Taking, I'm making these images to make a book in the future. I, I, yep. I don't know. I'm, I just like to get out and make images, and whatever I do with them in the future, I just don't know. I, yep. I don't have. I mean, I have a couple of projects going on now, uh, but it, that might end up being a book in the future. But other than that, most of my images, 99% of my images, I don't have any good reason for me to yeah. make them it's just yeah. because i like them yeah uh but it got to a point where well i've been selling prints uh, for a while yeah. and uh, those are nice they are higher quality and you can i mean they uh, it, they are nice to hang on the wall and yes. but it's not they are not as convenient yeah. uh, uh, for people to have like uh, many people don't have a room in on their walls or whatever it's not as easy as the buying a book and putting it on the bookshelf absolutely uh, so i thought that was a great way to share my work with uh, other with um, more people to reach more uh, more people and i also it was a creative endeavor that i wanted to 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 challenge myself with to to create a book but also for myself to have my work somewhere to look at other than the computer with a bunch of uh, images i i really like to have that book and look at them and uh, look at the those images. Yeah, absolutely. I think there it's it's such a more enjoyable experience to sit down with your work on paper, even if it's a book of two hundred images or a book of twenty images. Yeah, it's, it's so much satisfying looking through your work in physical form as opposed to scrolling down your computer. Yeah, for sure. You just see it in an entirely different way. So, when when you when you came to do it, did you always have a target of two hundred photographs in mind, or or is that nope. just a lucky number that you ended up with? So I started, as I said before, with probably like a thousand images that I selected my favorite images just yep. because I like this one more than this other one. Uh, that was my selection process. And over months, I just went, I was just narrowing them, them down to, to the final 200. I got to a point where like, okay, I cannot take any other photo out. Uh, yep. All of them have to go. So it was 200. It could have been 400. It could have been a hundred. Yep. It was just a totally random number. And uh, it's not very original or it's not, I didn't, I mean, I didn't uh, draw inspiration from anything. It's just, I just yep. wanted to get a book out with my favorite images. Yep. Then there was some kind of work trying to pair them in the yes. best way. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, it's kind of 
not random, but it's if I had done it in a different way, it would have been fine too. But now that I see the book finished, I it kind of feels like it couldn't have been any other way. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it was it was just uh, the the when I paired them the way it, they felt right that way, yeah. and so that, that's how I did it. But um, yeah, and uh, then I call it one because well, I even though. I have another couple publications before. I published a little scene in 2017 and then a little somewhere between a scene and a photo book. It's not yeah. as, as serious, but uh, this was my first photo book series uh, book that I published. So I call it one. And I'm hoping to publish two and three and four and five in the future. And yeah. I don't know if they're going to be 50 images or again, 200 images, whatever it is. But uh, yeah, that's my goal for the future. Just keep getting out, exploring yep. new places and uh, seeking out new experiences and sharing them on yep. new books. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the thing that your book, it's, it's been beautifully printed. It really is. I think it, mm-hmm. it, it works so well for, for your images. I, I like I like the the sequence, and as you say, it's there's not there's it's not a specific theme or subject matter. So there is there is great variety. But as, as you're working your way through the book, you can really appreciate the great variety and the whilst the sequencing is what the sequencing is. There's some beautiful pairings, particularly when you're looking at conditions or subject matter mm-hmm, yeah. and shape and shapes as well, which I think really comes across nicely. Yeah, for sure. And uh, black and white helps a lot with that too because yeah. it's a uh, it makes for a more consistent style. So it's easier to put together a body of work like that. Uh, if, if, with color, it would be probably a little bit harder, but yeah, it helps that uh, all my images, no matter where I am, no matter what I'm photographing, I yep. try to capture them in the same style yes. and the same way. So the, yeah, it's, yeah, it makes much easier to put them together. Uh, absolutely. Sure. And aesthetically, it comes across very strongly as well. And um, I suppose it's, it's also interesting that you're, you're obviously thinking ahead in terms of, as you see, you called this book one, two, three, four, five. Who knows? They might be other, again, bigger color collections but equally they might be more theme specific or topic topic specific publications as well yeah for sure so i don't know how long it's going to take me to publish two it might be (laughs) two years it might be five i don't know but in between yeah i want to publish like uh, some other smaller works maybe uh, with uh, more specific themes or topics so for example last year during the uh the peak of the pandemic here in spain we we happen to be here in spain uh, in March of 2020, and we had plans to go to actually to the UK. Right. I was I was supposed to be visiting and photographing in Scotland. I was very excited about that, <laughs> but then the the pandemic, and we were going to go to Iceland too. So it was going to be a big trip. Yep. And then the pandemic hit. So I uh, spent the next three months here without, uh, you know, I we weren't able to leave our houses here yep. at home. You know, we were stuck in the apartment inside. Yeah. Uh, I was lucky enough to be able to go to my parents' house in the in the country. They have a farm, so we stayed yeah. there for three months. And uh, I was very limited to what I could photograph from the farm. So there is a, there are these storks that spend the spring here in Spain, or this part of Spain at least. Yeah. Now they, they are gone now in the summer. They come back later in the winter, spring. Yeah. So I started to photograph storks, and I have a lot of images uh, of them. And they they were uh, they had like baby storks too. And I I did, that's a project that I'm really excited about, and it's yeah. something that I I want to publish in the future. I just want to wait for them to come back to, uh, to to make more images. I think it's not enough what I yeah. got, yeah. but yeah. So I have ideas for the future of more specific themes and topics that I want to explore and publish. Yeah. 
But my main body of work, that is the books, uh, one, two, three, four, whatever it is, is just random images that I, yeah. I might make anywhere I go. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is a nice way to do it. Actually, it shows you it shows your the whole diversity of the work that you do as well. And it, it yeah, and you can sure, for sure, and you can see it changing and evolving. Like for example, the act one that we were talking about before. So uh, when I got started with photography, I was very drawn to uh, to nature because yeah. I when we moved to Oregon, I had no idea. I didn't know what Oregon looked like, but I found like beautiful landscapes there and beautiful mountains, and I started getting out in nature and hiking to to those beautiful places so most of those images are just in nature and landscapes and then when uh, we moved back to indiana and we moved back here to europe well i started to add more human-made elements and more i know yes. abandoned buildings or yep. signs or whatever it is and bridges and that kind of stuff so you see your work evolving and you as you evolve, as your life changes, as, as you change in life. Yeah. That's what I said before, that photography is uh, a part of my life and my life is part of my photography. Yeah. Uh, I could have avoided those things. I could have, I know, remained focused in nature, but I, I enjoy photography so much that I, I don't want to limit myself to just those moments where I'm hiking in the middle of nowhere because there is so much to photograph uh, yeah. uh, here like right now it's uh, i know what time it is it's probably like 8 p.m but once i'm once we're done with here i'm just gonna get out i have my camera here ready to go and i'm just gonna go for a walk and go with my camera and probably make a few images that might be in my next book or whatever but i know but it's a uh, it's something that i really enjoy and i really yeah. I, I get a lot of joy from from doing that from photography and from photographing whatever uh, yeah. i don't limit myself to whatever Absolutely, and, and and your passion, your passion for just getting out with the cap with your camera, clearly comes across so strongly in, in the way you're talking about your work, which is fantastic. Because as you say, yeah, you, you get out as long as you've got a camera with you, you can make images, and you yeah. work and you adapt to the conditions that you're in, and um, yeah, of everyone's got their favorite images, favorite conditions, yeah, for sure. And but but at the end of the day, I think you you'll always be learning and developing your skills, even if you're sh- shooting things that. They're maybe not your it's maybe not your favorite subject matter but you'll learn something and yeah. take something away from it yeah for sure and i'm glad that it comes through that way because that's uh, i mean other than of course i enjoy photography for myself because it's yep. something that i enjoy doing but i also want to share my experience and my way of doing photography with other people because it might help them because they might be doing what i was doing before like limiting yep. themselves to just some subject matter when they could be you know maybe instead of uh, uh, I know feeling bad because they can't go to uh, beautiful places or whatever, yes. but they, they live in a place that they could share in a different way with their camera if they only open a little bit yes. their minds a little bit. So I want to share that message that no matter where you are, well, almost no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, there is always an image to be made. And I would actually say, I shared this before, but uh, they are probably unique because only you have access to the places that you have access to and only you know the people you know. Yep. Uh, there is only one of you that has that combination of places and people that you have access to. And whatever might look familiar and boring to you, it might be very exciting and very uh, something new, uh, worth sharing to someone else. Absolutely. And yeah, and I think that just open your mind a little bit and seeing your hometown or whatever you live with a tourist's uh, yeah. mind, you said, if you will, uh, that, I mean, that would be very helpful. And I also find, I also want to share this, I, I want people to get out and take photos because I think 
that that is very good for mental health as well. Yeah. I think that uh, photography, not only, uh, as I said, not only I enjoy it as an art to create something, but it's, it has helped me a lot. Like yeah. uh, I'm in much better shape now than I was six or seven years ago when I was not doing photography. And I feel much better. My mind is in a much better place. And I think it was thanks to, to photography. And I think that photography can give a purpose for some people too. And yeah. that could be very helpful too. Um, I hope that is, uh, or those are the messages that I want to that I want to yeah. send with my work. Yeah, ab- absolutely. All very valid points. And I tend to agree. I think, yeah, photography gives a great escapism from many people from their day-to-day mm-hmm day-to-day grind yeah, and sure. stuff like that and for me it's 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 purely a hobby but uh, it's wonderful getting out and standing somewhere watching the yeah. sun come up or the sun going down and you might yeah. be the only person there and if i don't get a picture i'm not really that bothered if i get a picture that, yeah. that's a bonus but you enjoy the outdoors you enjoy the experience and yeah. you, can, you can as you say and when you're trying to share what you what your experience was in your images you can remember all the experiences so well from getting a particular mm-hmm. shot be it the buzz or the excitement of, of it all just coming together so nicely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there is always a time to actually just leave the camera on the side yeah. and enjoy yeah. the moment. But uh, sometimes it's okay. I mean, it, it, having the camera with me, for, as I said, forces me to see everything a different way and uh, yep. to, to, to maybe perceive and notice things that I would have not noticed uh, otherwise. So, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a hard balance, but I think that as long as you get out, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's, it's, it's good to be out there and to enjoy yeah. uh, whatever life has to offer. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously it was a book you self-published yourself. Mm-hmm. Was, did you self, self-publish self it in America, was it, that you got it yes. printed? Yeah. So how was the experience over in America? For I think for most people I've spoken to have self-published, they've done it all and they've been UK-based. So I'm interested mm-hmm. just to hear, how, how are there a lot of options to get self-published books in America and how easy is the process? Yeah, not that many, at least that are affordable, because yep. uh, I still had to charge uh, $60 for the book. And it was, I mean, I, I got a profit from selling it, but not that big. So yep. Yep. it was, uh, it, that, uh, there were other options, but they were more expensive. And I was afraid that I might have uh, breaking even or maybe even lose money, yes. you know, with the yep. process. And that's something I didn't want to do, Absolutely. lose money with this. So uh, that's a... Uh, I found this pretty much only option that I found. Uh, the previous book that I had, it was not like a hardcover book or whatever. Yeah. It, it was not as nice, but I used, um, I don't remember the name now, but it's a service that they have locations in the US, in the UK and okay. Australia. Yeah. So uh, I would just send them the PDF or whatever of the book and they would print them on demand ah, in the nice. US for orders in the US, in the UK for orders in the UK and Europe and yeah. in Australia for whatever. So that yeah. was much easier for me it was almost like drop shipping. I didn't have to do yeah. anything. I just had to tell them, print a book and send it there. Yeah. But this time, because it was a, a little bit more special and it was my favorite work, I wanted to sign them. I was, yep. uh, it was going to be a limited, you know, a batch of books. And uh, so what I did is I printed, uh, printed them all uh, and uh, have them sent to uh, my, my in-laws house in the, in the U S so uh, yeah, I got uh hundreds of books in at home there and it, it was uh i thought that i was i was expecting to be done in two to three days but it took me two to three days only just to get them out of the boxes and then i had to go one by one signing them and then yeah. packing them and then shipping them myself so it was a lot of work but i think it was worth it the, yes. 
it was, of course, the orders from the U.S. were much easier because I just used the USPS, the oh, postal yeah. service there, to ship them overseas. It's a little bit harder, much more expensive. So I don't know if if this is something that I would recommend to anyone. <laughs> but uh, if you want to do it that way, if you want to sign the books and be a little bit more yeah. personal, I guess, that way, more unique, that's the only way to, yeah. to do it. Yeah, Yeah, I think it definitely adds something to it when 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 it's particularly when it's something like that and it's it's a it's a special book it's not just as you see uh it's a nice big hardback book of your favorite images i think it was i think it's a lovely way to do yeah it. and it's yeah it's, it's a really really nice production there's certainly a couple of companies thank you i appreciate it yeah it's, it's really really impressed um there's a couple of companies in the uk that do similar sorts of things um mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know what the pricing's like for hardcover for soft cover it's quite affordable and certainly it's very popular for people producing wezines mm-hmm. and stuff like that which again mm-hmm. yeah way, a really nice way to do, maybe do a smaller project or something like that um which which all works well and it just adds to it, it just gives people great variety and great options for bringing out their work um be it yeah for sure being it be it large hardback books or just small small soft cover books i think there's there's a place for everything um so yeah talk talking of books um as you can see i've got a couple of bookshelves behind me and yeah i can see I'm, I'm always interested to to hear what are the favorite photo books of some of my of my guests and um, because it really opens mm-hmm. your eyes up to other inspiration and other ideas everyone yeah. always has different perspectives and different viewpoints and certainly in the nearly a year i've been doing these podcasts i've heard i've come across and been exposed to so many different photographers that it's, it's been absolutely incredible so mm-hmm. i'd be really interested to hear maybe a selection maybe three to five of your favorite photo books from other photographers yeah, so I, I'm very jealous of your collection. Uh, it looks amazing. And <laughs> I wish I had just half of them, but I'm very limited because um, now we are moving every six months. Well, now with the yeah. pandemic, it's a little bit harder, but we try to spend six months of the year here in Spain and six months in the US. And we don't have a place of yes. our own. Uh, we stay with my parents or, or my wife's parents and yeah. or we stay in Airbnbs and hotels. So I don't have a place to, to, yeah. to have books. So I don't have that many like here in spain i only have one and it's a genesis by sebastian salgado right. uh, i love that book but it's not one of my favorite books uh, okay. my favorite books are actually in the us and uh, wait a sec i have them here so my one of them is uh, by bill brandt and it's called the land yep and uh, it's a collection of photos they are not all of them by bill brandt it's just uh, he he uh, selected those photos yep. for that book yep. and it has photos from ansel adams and whatever but it's a it's a it's almost like a scene it's not a proper photo book but i i love the the images cool. there because they are very greedy very grainy very uh, mystic very i don't know i love the atmosphere yeah, in those yeah. images and especially the one on the cover that is uh, that was made by uh, bill brand right i don't know what it was I, it was somewhere in england i think i don't know what it right. was but i absolutely love that image it's my favorite image of all times and i said it before it's uh, the image that inspires my photography a lot because it's uh, it's, it's just beautiful and yeah. then uh, uh, one that is very different from what I do, but it's a, it's a work that I enjoy a lot. It's called American Prospect by Joel Sternfeld. It's a very big book. It's a color book. I think it was made in the 70s and 80s. And you can see uh, a lot of uh, American towns. It's very Americana uh, photography. And uh, uh, I really enjoy that um, 
you have your typical, you know, old car in the gas station. Yeah. But then you have that little element uh, that is almost hidden in the photo that surprises you. Like there is an image of a uh, manhood in Portland and there is like a whole neighborhood of houses or whatever. So you look at the image and it's like, okay, it's a beautiful image of this neighborhood, a lot of houses and the mountain in the background. But then if you pay attention, you realize that in, in a corner, there is a, a woman breastfeeding a baby and things like yeah. that. It's like little details that are hidden yeah. in the images that are, I find it amazing. Um, but my favorite book is, uh, it has to be Minutes to Midnight by Trent Park. He's an Australian photographer and published this book a few years ago. And it's they, uh, as uh, the book that I mentioned before, The Land, I like all of the images, but especially that one. But in this book by, by Trent Park, I love all of them. It's an right. amazing work. And uh, I know it's like you you look at uh, at every one of them and you, you think what is happening here. It's just uh, a very beautiful and very raw uh, work. Yep. And uh, one book that I really, really recommend. There are very strong photos there too in that book, but uh, I think it's it's beautiful. Yeah, and those, I, I think those are my uh, yeah, favorite books. It's, it's, yeah. not, it's not, I'm trying to think if it's a book that someone suggested to me or not, but I recognize it from someone, but I'll certainly be taking a look at it because, yeah, from mm-hmm. Huffington, yeah. Even, even the cover looks beautiful with all the birds. Yeah, the well. birds, yeah, that, that's beautiful, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, okay. no, sorry, yeah, I was just saying, that's a beautiful work, and I'm, I, I'm, it's the only one that I spend, like, significant time, you know, like, yeah, uh, looking at every image and really, really uh, in awe of the the, yeah. the images that I was seeing there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, and it, it's it's great when you have a connection to a book like that. And it's don't get me wrong, I've got a few books, but there's certainly ones that I find myself yeah revisiting sure. over and over again. And um, there might be ones if I'm processing work from a certain area or something like that. Then I mm-hmm. I enjoy looking at them for other reasons. But it's also books which bear no correlation or resemblance to what I photograph yeah. myself. Um, mm-hmm. They're just yeah. they're just incredible to look through in the stories yeah. and the atmosphere that you get over. And I, I just find it a great way instead of having to flick through websites or Instagram and all of those sorts of things. Yeah, for would, sure. I mean, just, that's a great way to to see photography too, because yeah. thanks to online resources, I know many. Yeah. I, I I've looked at many photo, many uh, a lot of work that I had yeah. never seen before. If it wasn't because of that, but yeah, there is nothing like a proper book in front of you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well. On that note, Adrian, it, it really has been a pleasure chatting to you this evening. Thank you for giving me up some of your time to talk about your Yeah, your for sure. Thank you. Books. Thank it's, you for having me. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. And I, I look forward to following your work and as you lead up to book number two, whenever that <laughs> is, be it in a, two years or three years. Um, it'll be a, it'll yeah, be who a, knows? It'll be a great to see. So, yeah, thank you very much. Cheers, Adrian. Thank you. Have a good evening. Cheers.